Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's program. Our special guest today, Devin Banward, has paid off $114,000 in debt. Him and his wife and his two children are now debt-free, everything except their mortgage. And he's actually on the Dave Ramsey Show today. That is right. He's going to be doing his debt-free scream, sharing the story uh, with Dave and his audience over there uh, at the Ramsey Network of how uh, Devin and his family paid off $114,000 in only 20 months. And so I'm going to have Devin unpack the story today and share with us why he wanted to get out of debt how he got out of debt, and how it's really changed his marriage, his relationship with his children. And in the midst of all of that, Devin actually transitioned into full-time into lawn care business. So when he started all this, he had just a few yards and a push mower as a complete infancy of a side hustle. And he was working for the city at the time. And as he got that boat closer to the dock and started picking up more uh, customers and things of that nature, he uh, put the pedal to the metal with his lawn business. So this is going to be a very inspiring and motivational story with Devin today. He's out there in Missouri, as they call it, in Missouri. But uh, our Fred Cameron calls it Missouri for our friends who are out there cutting that grass and making that cash. Thanks to today's show sponsor, our friends at Jobber. Jobber is the CRM that I've been using since the summer of 2019 to run my business. Jobber has many benefits. Number one, it helps me to stay organized and seamlessly communicate with my customers. It puts that professional touch on my communications with my customers, and it also helps me personally to get paid faster. When I started my lawn business in 2011, I would print out invoices and, and write down the amounts the customers owed me. And it was very unprofessional giving my customers my coffee stained uh, invoices that I kind of custom made there. And then I'd have to wait for the old check in the mail. And that inefficiency really cost me a lot. Well, when I switched to Jobber, I was able to get paid faster because the customer can just pay you uh, with a card over the Jobber app there or they can even have their card on file if you're doing reoccurring work for a customer. That can make things really speed up. So overall, Jobber has helped me to get paid faster and to better organize my business and to be more professional in the way I communicate with my customers. Now, if you want to try Jobber for free for 14 days, they don't even ask for a card on, you know, a, a card for the trial or anything like that. You can literally just create an account and tinker around with it for a couple weeks and see if you like it. And if you do, they're offering Green Industry Podcast listeners 20% off your first six months. All you got to do is visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul. You can get started over there at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. And so without further ado, let's hear this crazy, wild, inspiring story of how Devin and his family paid off $114,000 in 20 months. Wow. 
Well, Devin, I'm really excited to hear your debt-free story. So uh, share a little bit about how you guys started on on desiring to pay off all your debt. Yeah, so we uh, we paid off almost $114,000 in about 20 months. Um, and it all started, I was, I was working full-time for the city of Springfield here in Missouri and running a lawn care, lawn care company on the side. Um, and, and yeah, we just, you know, lived on rice and beans, beans and rice, like Dave likes to say. And, uh, and I, when I say we, my wife and I, um, and then I had a couple other little part-time jobs, you know, in the winter I'd referee basketball or stuff like that, high school basketball. Um, and you know, we just started st- stacking money away and, uh, paying off the debt and, and, you know, Paul, as you know, Dave's philosophy is, you know, pay off the smallest debt first and, and really build that snowball. And, and it really does work. I mean, you look at the interest rates and you're like, you know, Hey, I'm, you know, my minimum, you know, my lowest credit card is, you know, I got $500 on this card, but it's a, you know, 2% interest. And I've got $2,500 on this other card, but it's a 20% interest. So let's pay that bigger, bigger interest payment. Right. And, and it really doesn't work that way. I mean, you can, but you just never get ahead. And so like, like you guys know, um, Dave, you know, he preaches the paying off the smallest debts first. And, and that, that's what we did. And basically all of my mowing money, um, we just, we just put it, put it back and, you know, made those, made those extra payments as we could to, to get that debt paid off. And, and our goal was, um, one, we wanted to take our kids to Disney. We have a 10 and six year old, uh, little girls. So we wanted to take them to Disney and we wanted to do that with, without debt. We wanted to, to take that vacation without the vacation following us home, um, as far as debt wise. And so we, we saved a little bit of cash back after we got debt free. And, and that's what really pushed me was, you know, just being able to take them to Disney and no one, you know, seeing the big picture of what, what I was working forward. And, and then also I was going to quit my job, um, my full-time job with the city. And I was able to do that, uh, first of April. So Congratulations. that was, that was, our, that was our, our why on, on why we wanted to do it. Um, plus, you know, as the Bible says, the, the borrower is slave to the lender. So we didn't want to be that. So that was kind of our story. So I love when Dave Ramsey says, I, cause I, I listened uh, to him back in the day. I kind of memorized his speech. He always kind of said the same thing, but his, <laughs> does, uh, yeah. I would know before he was about to say something, I was like, oh, he's going to say this next. And when he's talking about let's say we have multiple debts and we get a spreadsheet out and we write down, okay, debt one is, is this amount total? And this is the, the interest rate is 4.5%. And then debt two, it, you know, the balance is $10,000 and the interest rates 9.5%. And, 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 right. you know, it's like, oh, well now all of a sudden you want to do math. Like if you did math <laughs> in the first place, you would have never gone into debt. And now all of a sudden I've, you want to get out of debt. You think you're some mathematician. Well, we got to pay off the higher interest rate first, which, mathematically, of course, that that would be the smart thing to do. But what you're saying is there's an emotional traction when you actually pump out the first debt and the smallest yep. one, let's say it's a $3,000 balance and you, you you punch that in the face real quick and you pay it off. Now, all of a sudden you look at the $15,000 debt and you're like, okay, well, that's a lot of money, but but I've already paid off the 3000 And if, if I do, you know, 5,000 a month, I could pay this thing off in three months and you get this emotional 
uh, re-energizement. I'm making up words here, Devin, but you you get uh, you get pumped up. That, oh, okay, I can do this next one. So it's it's uh, you That's actually exactly get right. more done when emotionally you have some victories under your belt and you have the confidence that you can do it rather than just staring at these gigantic numbers and gigantic interest rates and being like a deer in headlights and not doing anything. Yep. And, and that's, that's exactly right. And that's a great point. You know, like it, it is that emotional um, part of you. Cause, cause like you said, you know, you, you feel that accomplishment, like even if it's a $500 one, you know, and your minimum payment will say is, is $25 you know, then you, then you can roll that $25 into that next one. That's maybe $2,500. And so you're paying that minimum payment plus the extra $25. And, and I mean, you just get that ball rolling and it's just like a snowball rolling downhill to to build a snowman, like, you know, um, just getting it bigger and bigger. And it is, like you said, it is completely emotional. Um, cause you, you just feel like you're winning whenever you start to get those little ones paid off and, and and then you can use that more money to to pay off the bigger ones. So, tell us a little bit more about the origin of this story. What really got you desiring to to live this sacrificial lifestyle to to punch your debt in the face and and become debt free? So we were going to a church here, um, and they offered the the financial peace class in the church, um, and and that's that's when we that's when we started. Um, and it was like you, like I said, you know the borrower slave to the lender and that's what they were preaching in our church, you know? And so that, that was kind of the, the reason we started was it was being offered and we're like, you know, Hey, we've never, we've never really done anything like this. You know, we'd listened to Dave a couple of times on his, on his radio show. Um, but never really tried to tried to do his practice. And then they offered it in our church and, and it was like a, I don't remember eight or nine week class. Um, and you know, just once a week. And so we, we went to that and, and it was, I mean, cause you, you sort of surround yourself with like-minded people and, and like Paul and I were talking before the show started was, you know, our industry is not, is not, you know, ex- really acceptable for, for growing debt free. You know, a lot of people think, Hey, you gotta, you know, if you're in the landscaping business, you gotta, you know, have this debt and there is good debt, bad debt, you know, but the best thing is no debt. Um, and, and you don't have to you don't have to, you know, take out those $20,000 loans for lawnmowers or whatnot. You know, I mean, you can, you can start small like Paul did. I mean, as, as he said in his book, you know, I mean, he was starting with uh, a borrowed push mower and a borrowed car and stuff, you know, and, and just starting small and making those, making those momentums to grow bigger um, and, and just stocking away cash. And, and, you know, maybe, maybe it's six months, maybe it's a year and then you can, you know, afford to, to buy that newer mower with cash. Um, and you just get so much farther, uh, so much quicker whenever, or not necessarily quicker, but so much farther and so much easier, so much less stress whenever you're doing it cash free or debt free with paying with cash. Um, just because the, the, you know, going into the winter in, in our area with, with mowing only like I do, um, you know, it could be hard to make those payments in the winter. Um, so that's kind of why we, why we started it was just to knowing where I wanted to go as far as quitting my job and, and doing my own thing, the live in the entrepreneurial world, um, was, was kind of the reason we, we did it and, and just, to to have that financial freedom. So, so when you started your journey, you had a full-time job with the city and did you have a part-time side hustle with the lawn biz or how, how was your career set up then? And was your wife working and 
what was the income and shovel and all that like? Yeah. Yeah. So, so my wife was working and, and I was working at the city. Um, and then I was just mowing a few yards on the side, just basically around my neighborhood with a push mower. Um, and then I started, you know, like I had a neighbor and he's like, Hey, do you want to mow my mom's yard? And then, you know, I started getting a little bit of traction and, you know, seeing like other people were seeing the work that I did and I've grown my business basically just word of mouth and, and, you know, just doing good work. Um, but then, you know, I had a few other people, you know, Hey, can you mow my yard? Can you mow my yard? And I already had a truck. So, I mean, it wasn't, I had a truck and a mower, uh, push mower. And then I, I went out and I bought the, uh, a Walker 48 inch, uh, Walker mower and paid cash for that and continued to, to grow the business. And so that the, the mowing was kind of a side hustle at that point. And, and like I said, I was refereeing high school basketball. And I mean, with the times we are in now, like there's no reason that anybody can't have a side hustle of some sort. I mean, I don't care if you're male or female athletic or not. I mean, if you look at the, at the schools and the associations, um, I mean, they're, they're desperate for officials in all sports. I mean, swimming to baseball, basketball, football, anything, um, and, and they're, I mean, they're canceling, they're canceling games around our area because they don't have enough officials. Wow. Um, so that, so that's one, one thing that, you know, to help, help you get that free, um, is what I tell a lot of college kids around here is, you know, Hey, and it's a perfect job for, for college kids, you know, I mean, cause you can kind of set your own schedule. I mean, you can work games you want to work, but that's, that's what I was doing. I was mowing and refereeing basketball and baseball and, and just, using that, using that side hustle money to, to really gain the momentum to, to get that free, to, to get to this point to where we're at now. You know, we, we went to Disney in March and, uh, and I quit my job first of April and I'm doing my own thing now. And we're going to, going to see Dave in Nashville, uh, next Thursday, a week from tomorrow. So that is so excited. So the day that this episode will come out will actually be that same day you're at Dave Ramsey's. Oh, awesome. Uh, Cause I batch yeah. mine in advance. So it'll be like a boom, boom. Right, yeah. Um, so yep. th- yeah, Dave Ramsey, you'll be on there live on Thursday, June two, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one o'clock. Cool. One o'clock. That's central time, Nashville time. Uh, that's Nashville time. Yep. Okay. So that will be, I'm always bad with these time zones. That'll be two o'clock sure. Eastern. So I'll, I'll try to, yep. yep. I'll try to tune in. They have a phenomenal YouTube live stream. Um, I don't know how many people they got uh, operating those cameras and that, that system over there, but uh, I try to live stream in and compared to Dave's live stream, (laughs) they they do a great job, but I'll try to tune into that. And then you guys listening um, on our show today, uh, it'll be cool. It'll come, it'll all come out on the same day so you can celebrate. That's awesome. Yeah. I used to umpire back in the day, man. And, uh, I, I know the, you know, kind of the similar things you probably face when the, the parents are yelling at you, come on blue, you know? Yep. <laughs> oh man. So I, and, and it, it's, it's, it's getting worse, you know? I mean, like, cause I, I've, I've umpired baseball for 20 years and, and it's, it's getting worse. Um, as far as the parents, you know, I mean, like it, it's, it's just a game for the kids, you know? And, and you'd be surprised how many kids, you know, I mean, they're embarrassed by the, the way their parents are acting. You know, they don't, they don't want the parents to act that way. And, but it, I'm a, I mean, it's just the way the, the times are, I guess. But yeah, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. 
So. Yeah, I had when I was in. Oh, I didn't want to tell that story. I have some crazy stories, man. <laughs> <laughs> Back when I was an umpire. Oh. Maybe we'll catch up on that at GIE this year, Equip Expo, right? Yeah. Are you going to Equip this year? I hope so. Yeah. I, yeah. I was at GIE last year, um, and then uh, and then I actually ran into you just in the hallway at the uh, Entrepreneur Academy up in uh, uh, Michigan with Brian's event there. So. Cool. Yeah, we're, we're planning on going going back to that as well. So yeah, that's awesome. I'm I'm planning on hitting up all the events the um together in the trades in Nashville, yep. Tennessee in June. I believe that's Saturday, June 25, and then yep. um of course the Equip Exposition. I think that's October 18th through 21, Louisville, October Kentucky. 18th, yep. Yep. And yep. then uh, Entrepreneur Academy is always in November in 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 Michigan and. That's like November in Atlanta. It's just starting to cool off. So it's usually about 65 or 70 and sunny when I leave every right. year. I'll, it'll be a sunny, sunny <laughs> day. There'll be some people out at the pool and I'll, it's about an hour drive down to the land airport. And I'm thinking, you know, my mind still, it's like the tail, tail, tail end of summer. You know, it's starting to get come sweater weather and I get on the airplane, I go to Detroit and it's like 30 degrees and I'm like, why? I'm, I'm never coming back again. And then I, the next year I come back, but it's, it's the miserable weather in Michigan in November. But anyway, I guess I'm trying to hype up the event. So you got to be there. <laughs> yeah. Entrepreneur Academy, yeah. November, Michigan. Why doesn't Brian do it in like Florida, man? Right. Never that, that's what I told him. Time. I was like, I was like November 12th. I was like, that's deer hunting season, you know? And, and, uh, I was like, plus you're doing it in Michigan, you know, it's cold. And I was like, and he's like, you know, if I tried to set, if I tried to satisfy everybody, I'd have to do it every day of the, of the year. So yeah, we he, he yeah, does he definitely, do, so. yeah, we definitely doesn't take my opinion into consideration. <laughs> so, like, we could come do it down in Atlanta, man. It's an easy, easy. Uh, we have the busiest airport in the entire world. Like it's, it's really easy to get direct flights into Atlanta. It's the easiest out of any city in the world to come to Atlanta. Cause pretty much every airport that you are at has a direct flight to Atlanta, you know, basically right. like every other hour. It's like, you want to leave it. When I fly somewhere, you, you know, I usually go on Delta and you go on their website. It's like, do you want to leave at 10 AM, 11 AM, 12 AM? They just got flights, <laughs> you know, all like every other hour is like you can pick. Uh, so yep. fun times. Well, on a more serious note, Devin, what would you say to folks listening to me that are rolling their eyes when you're talking about getting out of debt and like, Oh, you need debt, the leverage. It's, it's a good debt. You know, you mentioned good debt versus bad debt. And, and, uh, I know Robert Kiyosaki and Dave Ramsey are, are extremely popular, but their, their ideologies are like polar opposites, you know? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki is like, uh, you know, debt, you know, leverage debt. And, and, uh, Dave Ramsey's like, get out of debt. So I'm giving you the platform, um, to share your opinion. And if you guys have differing opinions, I've let other people on the show to share their opinions. So don't, don't sit here, <laughs> but, but let Devin share your, your rationale for why you chose this blueprint for your personal life and business. Go ahead. So I'm, I'm going to be on the, on the side of Dave Ramsey, obviously, um, with, without doing debt. And the biggest reason and the, the most important reason is just the stress factor. You don't have to worry about making those payments, you know, when, when season gets slow or if you get hurt or something happens, you know, you own those machines. Um, you own that equipment. And, and if, if something does happen to, to your lifestyle or to, to your family or whatever, you have that, you have that opportunity to sell that equipment and, and, you know, use that money 
to, to help you through that time. Not that that's what we want to do, but if you're, if you have a loan with a bank or a, a lender and, and if you're, you know, if your equipment doesn't sell for what the loan is, then you have, you have to make that up obviously. And so just the, the stress is, is the biggest reason. Um, and, and like I said earlier, just being, you know, I, I'm a Christian and my family, you know, like we've all grown up in, in church and, and just being a slave to the lender and, and that's not what we want. So that, that was our number, number one and number two reason was, was the stress and, and just living, living the, the Bible world. So, yeah, we should owe no man, nothing, excuse my double negatives, but <laughs> this is not the <laughs> King James version, this is Paul's version. We should know, this is actually a, the scripture of Romans, but we should know, owe no man, nothing but love. And right. um, yep. when we owe people money, there really is a stress related to it. And I never heard this in high school. I heard one talk on money in high school. It was our high school football coach. He was my business class coach, Jim Rose. And he taught us one time about compound interest and Roth IRAs. And unfortunately right. I didn't listen to him because he told us invest a hundred dollars a month starting today in a Roth IRA. And I didn't listen to him, but that was the only piece of financial advice I got in high school from anybody. It was great advice, but I didn't listen yeah, to well, it. Yep. But you know, how many conversations do we have talking about the Cleveland Browns or Ohio state Buckeyes or Tiger Woods when he was on his rise, or we just things that are so sure. vain that aren't going to matter at all. And yet there was no one teaching how important it is to steward money and to manage money. And I quickly got into debt, uh, student loan debt you know, by the time I'm 23 years old or 22 years old, I was already about forty, forty-one thousand dollars in debt, and yep. um, I just a blink of the eye, just I didn't think anything of it. It's like, oh, everyone goes to college, you know, I'm gonna go to college, and and I like this college, I'll go here, and 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 uh, thankfully my parents were very generous, and they paid my first two years, which is twenty thousand a year. It was an expensive school and that was an extremely generous, you know, $40,000 gift they gave me for freshman, sophomore year. But then junior, senior year, it's like, I filled out a FAFSA. I didn't even know what I was doing. I got the debt. And then the next thing you know, I'm out of college and it's like, dang, I got to send in this money. And, it, and I started feeling the pains of debt and, and uh, yep. I just, I hate it. And so I, I don't like that. Not from the classroom, educational, sophisticated part of analyzing it. I hate it from the emotional side of being the slave to the lender and knowing what it's like to have to work and take my greatest wealth building tool, my income, and then have to yep. pay off debt. It's so frustrating um, to, to make those debt payments. And I cannot, there's not one thing I went into debt for that I look back at and I was like, Oh, that was so worth it to get the instant gratification right. of the, I got the education. I, I, I learned diddly squat in college. I mean, <laughs> and I paid $80,000 for what? You know what I mean? It was, exactly. it was, it was absolute, uh, that's a whole nother show for another day, but uh, I got ripped off to say the least beyond ripped off. Yep. That, that was ridiculous. How much money I paid for what little I got other than the experience of, you know, college life or whatever. So, and you know, on, on that point there, um, like I said earlier, you know, like we took our kids to Disney in March and, and it like that vacation was so much more relaxing just knowing, you know, I mean, like, we'd swipe our debit card and we knew that there was money in the bank to, to pay that. And so we knew once we got home from vacation, like we weren't going to have debt. I mean, a lot of people, you know, when, if they go on a, 
you know, if they go on a, on a vacation like that, I mean, we all know Disney's not cheap. Right. And, and I mean, the people, you know, they'll, they'll finance that they'll, you know, they'll take out a loan or whatever. And then they come home and they pay on it for another year or two. And I mean, like how, how nice is that to pay on a, on a vacation that you're not on. Right. And so, I mean, it was just so relaxing and so much more enjoyable to, I mean, yeah, we had to live on a budget. I mean, it's not like we could just buy whatever we wanted, but it was just so much more enjoyable knowing that, Hey, when we get back home, then we don't have, we're done. Like we don't have debt to, to pay off while we're, while we're not on vacation. So what was it the was, amount of debt you had and what was it on? I think you mentioned 140,000 at the top of the broadcast. I can't remember the amount. A hundred, 114,000. We paid it off in 20 months. And what was um, that 114 made up of? Um, so that was a car and a truck for, for my wife and I, um, some credit cards, um, medical bills, both of, both of our girls when they were born, um, they had to spend a couple weeks in the NICU. Um, so, and that's where a lot of the credit card came, credit card debt came from was, you know, living in not necessarily hotels, but, you know, eating out of restaurants all the time, you know, basically three meals a day. Cause we were, you know, at the hospital and stuff. Um, and then just, you know, like when we, when we brought the kids home, like, I mean, especially our first one, you know, like we didn't have anything for a baby, you know, so we were just, you know, buying all the furniture and all the, the you know, that kind of stuff. And then we got the second one and well, she needs furniture. So, you know, we, that, that was what a lot of the credit card debt was. And then, and then there was a, a car loan and a truck loan on for my wife and I. So. And that's $114,000 you paid off in 20 months. Yep. Which and one? It was just, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, it was just, it was just being intentional, you know, was, was the way we did it. You know, just giving, giving every dollar a name and knowing that, you know, my side hustle money, like, and, and we didn't like, we didn't live rice and beans, beans and rice as much as Dave would have wanted us to. I mean, if we would have, we could have paid it off in probably 12 to 15 months. Um, but we still did a little bit of a lifestyle, you know I mean? We still went out to eat and did a little bit of stuff, but not, not as much as, as a lot of people do, you know? Um, we still, we didn't say no to everybody. We just said no to half of them. So <laughs> and you had a budget every single month, you and your wife, you sat down and, and, and looked at here's what we got projected to come in and here's where it's going to go. And here's how much of it is going to be a surplus, yep. but we're going to take that surplus and dump it at the next dead on the top of the snowball. Yep. And, and my, and as Dave, as Dave says, you know, I mean, and it takes two to, to make the relationship work and there's a free spirit and a, and a nerd as Dave likes to say, and the nerd is the spreadsheet and the budget type of person. And that's definitely my wife. Um, you know, I would be out mowing till eight or nine o'clock every night, you know, after I'd get off work at the city and I'd come home and she's, you know, punching numbers into the computer. And, and I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, like, why are you at the computer every night? Like the numbers aren't going to change that much until I saw it for myself. Cause I was the free spirit. So I was the one that was, that was, you know, I was hustling and making money, but I was also spending it. So, I mean, but then, you know, she showed me like, Hey, here's, here's our momentum and here's what we're doing. And so it was nice to, to be able to have somebody like that, to help have somebody, you know, to help keep you accountable and to keep you on track. So, um, yeah, it was, it was all, all her as far as the budget and, uh, and keeping us on track. So. That's fantastic. What would you say to somebody who's in that situation where you are, Devin, in $114,000 or debt, or maybe the amount's less or more, 
and they're they've just been kicking the can down the road and then they're here and you share you know you pulled this off in 20 months and they could just think man 20 months from now what would my life be like if i didn't owe anybody nothing Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Remember how the riding mower was such a game changer? That's what Roll by ADP is going to be for the payroll business. It's a chat-based payroll app built for small business owners like you. Roll makes payroll ridiculously easy and you can do it anywhere, anytime. And it makes onboarding for new hires smoother than a freshly cut hedge. Roll lets employees and contractors submit employment forms, enroll in direct deposit and more, saving you valuable time. Roll was designed for those who'd rather be outside working than stuck in an office. It calculates, withholds, and files taxes for you while letting you manage payroll from anywhere. And because it's a mobile payroll app, going digital will remove those boxes of papers in the trunk of your car. Ready to get rolled for your business? Green Industry Podcast listeners get their first three months free. Visit GetRoll.com slash Green Industry to get started. Are you a skilled technician but have troubles running your business? Are you searching for solutions to make your business operate more smoothly while being more profitable? My name is John Pajak, and I'm a business owner and a certified financial coach for the green industry. Paul Jamison and I realized through our individual consulting practices the struggles many owner and operators experience while they build their business. We decided to partner up and create an in-depth program that'll help you avoid the common pitfalls you're going to encounter. The Technical Guide to Operating a Successful Lawn Care Business is an invaluable resource that guides you through the common pitfalls businesses experience. It's available now at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. Again, order it today at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County, OHIO, opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. 
estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Right. What would you say to that person uh, that's thick in debt? I would say just to get started. You know, I mean, it, it's a big number. I mean, your debt is a, is a big number. Um, I don't care if it's a thousand dollars and you're only making 20,000 a year, or if it's, you know, a million dollars and you're making $500,000 a year, you know, just get started. Um, is the, is the biggest thing is cause we'd talked about it, you know, like, Hey, we should do this. We should do that. And, and yeah, I mean, and we kind of did like what you said, we just kicked the can for a little bit and then it was like, okay, we're done with this. Let's, let's get started. And once we got started, there was no looking back. And that's what, I, that's what I would say. Um, and, and also like to get that momentum and to get that encouragement, um, tune into to Dave's show. Um, he has a podcast as well and just, just, or YouTube, um, just look, look at free screams and, and it's so encouraging to hear, you know, how much, you know, people have paid off a hundred thousand dollars in debt and they're only making twenty five, thirty thousand dollars a year. You know, I mean they're they're living in poverty as far as, you know, the national, you know, number, but they're paying off hundreds of thousand dollars in debt. And I mean, there's there's stories from the youngest people, you know, seventeen, eighteen, twenty years old to sixty, seventy year olds, you know, and all all debts, all debt numbers, all income levels. So there's somebody out there that you can relate with and and that's what I would encourage is just to get get on there to listen to those and, and find somebody that that you can relate with that you have the same income level the same debt level and know hey if they can do it I can do it and and I would encourage anybody to to reach out to myself or reach out to Paul I know he would be be willing to um, to just you know have have an accountability partner so that, that's what I would say. Yeah, that's really good, Devin. I really appreciate you uh, sharing your story. And I know there's a lot of y'all out there. Andy Mulder's another guy that's uh, debt free. And, and, and there's, there's a lot of folks I, I've been watching Josh Sutton. He's been really um, kind of sharing his story. And so I know it's the, the underdogs, it's the rarity. I, I think most people, you know, are, are, you know, they have differing opinions, but this is the path that uh, seems to lead to the most peace and uh, it's definitely not the easiest path, but uh, it seems the most rewarding. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I appreciate your time. How can people get in touch with you, Devin? Yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram at 417 All Out Lawns. Um, just find me on there. Shoot me a DM. We can chat and, and uh, I'd be glad to help. Cool. Well, congratulations again, man. And I'll definitely uh, write, you know, set it on my calendar to be tuning in. When they, they said one o'clock PM, is that when the show starts or does they, they actually give you the exact time you're going to be on the uh, lineup? How does that work? That, that That's when we're on stage. At oh, one wow. So two o'clock uh, Eastern standard time on Thursday, yep. June 2nd, tune on in YouTube live, watch the Ramsey show and you'll see a, a, a lawn bro, a, li- a listener. Can I say you're a listener to Green Street Podcast? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. I so we, every day. we have a listener to Green Street Podcast. It's going to be on the Dave Ramsey show. That is so cool. 
Maybe if they if they give me a chance, I'll give you a shout out on the show. Oh man, I would I would fall over. I listened to Dave <laughs> Ramsey. Dave Ramsey kept me awake last night, man. I was driving back from uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and there's like a thunderstorm. It was like the craziest thunderstorm I think I've ever seen. These light, there'd be like two lightning bolts in the sky at the same time, and you'd hear this eruption yep. of thunder and it's a torrential downpour. And I'm sitting there holding on to the steering wheel for dear life, listening to George Camel and Rachel Cruz. They were the uh, co-host. It sounds like yep, Dave's yep. kind of slowly getting his uh, transition plan because he- I'm hearing less and less of him and more and more of uh, Ken yeah, Coleman we- and John Deloney and these guys. Go ahead. Yeah, we, that's that's why we pushed out to, to the time we did was because that was when Dave was going to be there. there oh, was, they let that, you know who's going to be there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you call to schedule your your debt free scream, you know, and they don't they they take. I, I think they take everybody. Um, like we just emailed our story in and uh, and told them, and then they you know said, hey, this is the this is the opening that we have, and. You know, they said if you want Dave, then these are the openings we have. So wow. my girls, they're they're huge Dave Ramsey fans. You know, we listen to him on the radio all the time. And uh, I joke that my youngest daughter, she knew Dave Ramsey's phone number before she knew mine's phone number. So just because of triple eight, what is it? Triple eight five two five eight two five five two five. Yep, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yep. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. You get to live a bucket. Uh, I got Dave Ramsey on my um, vision board, and it's a goal of mine to to get to look him in the eye and shake his hand one day and get to meet him. And uh, I'm I'm excited for you, man. I appreciate it. So cool. Well, thank you. Thank you for your time, dude. And I, I really look forward. Uh, I know you're going to be the second person. I, I had my my old uh, neighbor where I used to live. He called into the Dave Ramsey show. So he texted yep. me. He's like, tune in, tune in, man. Tune in. This was this was back in probably 2012 or 13. So it's like you, you actually had to listen on the radio. You know what I mean? He's like, tune in, man, yep. tune in. And him and his wife called in. So they weren't even there in person. They were just on the phone and they asked him a question. They were weird. They were living at the apartment complex. I lived and basically they asked Dave, do you think we can move and buy a home and can we afford it? And they gave him kind of their uh, financial snapshot. And I think actually Dave gave him the green light to get out of our raggedy apartment and go get themselves a home. But I thought that was so cool. I was like, my neighbor's on Dave Ramsey. (laughs) You're actually going to be there. And that's so cool. Yeah. We had, we had some friends, some accountability partners that, they did their debt-free screen calling in and uh, because to take your debt-free screen, you know, once you're out of debt um, on baby step two, um, and then he'll also take it when you're completely out of debt house and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're, we're on baby step three, which is, you know, we're investing into our retirement right now and uh, our bill. I'm sorry, we're building our emergency, fully funded emergency fund. And, uh, so we had some friends they called in screen after they done step two and then they're holding off to get their house paid off and then that's when they're gonna go see Dave. So let me ask you this, Devin. Um and if you have to go, just tell me. I know I I know no, we no, kinda went good. long. I just this is so much fun for me uh to get to hear your story. When you call when you emailed their people how long did it take from there to actually be on the show? Like when you are debt free and you want to be on the show. What what was that? Um, turnaround like the time wise yeah so they 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 don't want your story until you're completely debt free because they don't want your you know they don't want you to say hey i'm going to be debt free in two to three months and then something happened and you're not debt free um so we we paid off our last debt then we emailed them and it was about four months 
um, from the time we emailed them to till June 2nd. So to, to get on, on stage. So, okay. That's good. It, know, it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't a huge turnaround, you know, and, and like I said, they could have got us on sooner, but you know, we'd have been on with, with one of Dave's, um, co-hosts and, and like I said, my, my girls really want to see Dave and, and they want to see Rachel. So hopefully she's there, you know, on Thursday and, and they can see her, but, but we all wanted to see Dave. So. Totally. No, I, I, I completely understand it's, it, it. That would have been deflating if you were like, didn't know when you show up there and it's, it's one of the other people, not that the other people, it's just, you know, D- Dave Ramsey sure. is Dave Ramsey. And I, even sometimes I have this issue where like when I'm listening, even last night, because I think Dave Ramsey's down in Orlando by the time we're recording this with his yep. entree leadership thing. So I kind of yep. anticipate I'm listening to like his newest episodes and I kind of figured it, he wasn't going to be on there. And I kind of got like, oh man, you know, no offense to George Campbell. I'm trying to, sure. <laughs> I'm trying to yeah, actually yeah, get yeah. him on my podcast one day. I think, um, okay. uh, I, I was looking at a form where you could request one of their people or whatever. So I didn't actually yeah. send the message, but I was going to invite whether it's Ken Coleman or, or, or George Campbell or, um, John Deloney or whatever. Um, yep. but the principles are the principles. And so the, the advice they give is still incongruent congruence with what Dave Ramsey teaches. And, and, you know, I, I just kind of, just kind of humbled me. I was like, I'm going to listen anyway to old George and Rachel. And I just need to hear this stuff day in and day out, because it doesn't matter if you make 50,000 a year, a hundred thousand a year, 200,000 a year beyond we can, I was just listening to a guy who is making uh, multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And he was, he, he follows Dave Ramsey, but he's like, dude, the temptations I have now to go into debt are just the same as they were when I was making 60 grand a year. Like it's always easy for us to, to live on more than we make uh, instead of on less than we make. And so I, I just need to listen daily. So I keep my butt in, in, in check. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you know, it's funny cause like you were saying earlier, you knew, you know what Dave's going to say, you know, and, and my daughters, you know, they listen. And like I said, they're only 10 and six and, and people will call in and they'll be like, Nope, Dave's gonna say no to this one. <laughs> so, Amp- you know, amputate it, it, the Tahoe, man. Absolutely, yep. So, and then one one day we were listening, and and somebody was wanting to buy a new car or something, and, or they were wanting to to know what to do with their car, and my girls were like, "Sell it." <laughs> wow. So. Oh man. Well, that's great, dude. I, I will absolutely uh, be tuning in and and uh, to to get to watch, you know watch you what does he call the youtubers uh the youtube crazies or something i forget they have a name yep yep yeah i'll be i'll be in the peanut gallery cheering you on man so congratulations awesome. we appreciate it cool well i I'll, I'll wrap it up here man i know we could uh this is something that i could talk to you for hours about man but i'm i'm uh, really encouraged by your sacrifice and one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. that is a ton of money and you just punched it in the face and uh, looking forward to, you know, how much you got left on the mortgage? Um, about 200000 Okay. Well, then once that puppy's out, then uh, then you'll really be feeling the peace. But, you know, you know and, and, and that's that's a big number for us, you know, but I mean, not not out of out of reach, you know. And the other night we were there was a house that, that popped up in our neighborhood for sale. And, uh, you know, it comes up on Zillow or whatever. And, and the Zillow estimates are not, not always accurate. I get that, you know, but I, I just looked to see what our Zillow estimate was. And, 
and it's crazy the number that 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 is you know and and the the two hundred thousand is not even close to you know I mean we have a ton of equity built up into that with what the what the Zillow estimate was so I mean it's it's encouraging you know to know what we've paid off because because we've we've been paying extra on the mortgage now um, as far as you know and putting money into our, our retirements and and getting our our emergency fund fully funded so it's it's just encouraging to to see where you can go once you're once you're debt free so cool man well thanks for the refreshing story and uh, i'll be tuning in and i definitely look forward to seeing you at the equip expo and then uh you know with our winter coats on up in michigan in november we're willing <laughs> Uh, we can uh, there we go. hang out there and you can let me know how, how it went with uh, being on Dave's and the the whole experience. I know my friend Caleb Allman recently went there, yeah. not as a guest on his show, but he just went there. They let people just kind of tour the place yeah, and yeah. check it out. And he said the, the facility is absolutely phenomenal and it's debt free, obviously, because Caleb's building his yep. Hardscape Academy shop yep. and uh, it's like, you took some um, inspiration from Dave. So I, I really look forward to hearing how okay. you experienced the the whole place. Cause Mr. Producer and I, man, we got big dreams for, you know, maybe not something that grand, but you know, we want to build a, a, a really nice studio like Dave has and all of that one day. So it really stretches me to, to just dream bigger and to work harder and to, to have faith that, you know, I, I can build something, um, that can serve this audience even better if, if we had, uh, you know, something similar to that. So. so, so with that being said, and what you said earlier about Brian's event, and hopefully Brian listens to this episode, but sounds like you're, uh, you're going to build something big and we can just hold the Entrepreneur Academy down there, right? Yeah, that, I mean, that could, that could, <laughs> that could be a possibility. Uh, there you go. Yeah, come we'll, on, we'll come, come on down to the ATL. Brian's never been to Atlanta. Can you believe that? He's never even been to Are Atlanta. Are you serious? Yeah, I heard him say that on his show one day. He's like, I've never actually, you know, went to Atlanta as a destination. And so that's okay. wild. It is. Yeah, hard, the Launch, Launchpreneur Academy uh, hosted in sunny Atlanta. That that would make, that would be great. <laughs> there we go. All righty, man. The Paul Jamison headquarters. Yeah, and you guys can meet Mr. <laughs> Producer. Everyone wants to know what he looks like. Come, come on Absolutely. down to Atlanta. And, <laughs> wait, I'll, I'll end the story here, man. He actually has a um, one of my listeners, and 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 the, and the fellow. I'll keep his name anonymous. Uh, listens to Brian's show as well. Mr. Producer called him out one day. Is like, hey, can you come give me a quote? And so oh, wow. the guy shows up to his house. He has no idea who he, you know who Mr. Producer is and his, his, his government name, his real name's not Mr. Producer. Okay. That's right. His first name's not Mr. And his last name's not producer. That's a nickname. (laughs) It's kind of like Al blades. That's not his real name. His last name is not really blades. So guy's sitting in in Mr. Producer's driveway and looking at his property, giving a quote. And he sees that Mr. Producer is wearing a Toro hat. Uh, I had given Toro had sent me a really like nice hat and you can't like buy it at the store or whatever. And they've sent me so many hats. I gave it to Mr. Producer. So this guy's standing in Mr. Producer's driveway and he's, he's looking, he's like, you know, it's kind of weird that a customer would act, act, call me out and then have a cool Toro hat. Like who wears a cool Toro hat, customized Toro hat, you know? And he's, sure. he's sitting there, he's looking at him and he says, he's listening to him talk and the, and the light bulb went out. He's like, 
are you Mr. Producer? And the guy's like, yeah, don't tell nobody. And he's like, oh my gosh, I listen to you every day. He's like, I listen to the Florida Unfiltered Podcast. I listen to the Great History Podcast. He's like, you're Mr. Producer. And, and he's like, yeah. And so this guy's been cutting Mr. Producer's yard for two years. He's sitting out there listening to Mr. Producer's voice in his earphones while he's mowing his yard. So there's one person that's actually met him in real life other than me. But again, Devin, congratulations, man, to you and your family for the determination and the sacrifice. And now you get to stand on that stage with Dave Ramsey and his team over there and shout that you are debt free. Well played. Well done. Thank you for uh, your positive influence on our community. And I look forward to staying in touch and seeing uh, what the next chapters of your life are. Guys, that was definitely an inspiring, motivating, encouraging story of Devin and his family. And I look forward to watching them on that debt-free stage and to do their debt-free scream. And uh, it's an absolute honor to, to get to talk to Devin and to, to see that his family tree has changed forever, that they don't owe any more credit card debt. They don't owe any more medical debt. They don't, they don't have these payments anymore. And uh, they can pay off that mortgage here in the next couple of years and then really build up some incredible wealth. And so it's encouraging to, to hear your guys' stories and to know that there's excellent husbands and fathers out there like Devin who uh, really are working hard and making the sacrifices to uh, provide uh, such a bright future for his family. So thanks again, Devin, for sharing your story. Well, guys, at the top of the program, I shared about the CRM that I recommend, and that is Jobber. If you want to really organize your business and communicate better with your customers and get paid faster, check out Jobber. You can try them out. It's completely free for 14 days if you want to check it out and and just see if it's a good fit for what you need done with the administrative aspects of your business. And then if you do decide, you know what, sign me up. This is a slam dunk. This is what I've been needing to to tidy up everything with all the administrative work and, and to really be organized with my schedule, with my invoicing and payments and communication with customers. Uh, then they're actually offering 20% off your first six months. So Mr. Producer will put the link to Jobber in today's show notes, or you could simply just visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.